Welcome everyone to Unedited, a show presented by the Unheard Generation where I, Rami, get into conversations with various individuals in the music scene from different aspects of the industry and get to know a little bit about them and their passion for music and their journey so far. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Unedited. This is the third episode. Before you get into it, um, I just want to thank you everyone for the support I've had so far. It's been crazy. It's crazy to see how much you've been supporting the producers and uh, the podcast itself and the website. So thank you so much and um, I appreciate it all. On this episode, I'm speaking to ES, the producer. He's worked with V9, KO, who's one of my favourite drill artists, and a bunch more other people in the drill scene. We took talk a bit about how he made it as a producer, how he started his passions, um, just learning about his journey so far. And yeah, let's jump straight into it and uh, see you at the end. Yeah, how, how, how did you get into producing in the first place? Um, well, music's been my passion from young. Like yeah. I was always, always working on like Audacity, like trying to do like little remixes when I was like 11 years old, 10 years old. And then I yeah. kind of got into DJing. So then when I got into that, it was kind of like, what's behind the production? Like, what's really mm. going on? So then I started to look up how to like make beats and downloaded FL Studio, which is a software that I use. What, Fruit Loops? Yeah, Fruity Loops, yeah, yeah, yeah. FL, Studio, FL Studio now, so yeah, 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 and I'm from there, now I'm here. Ah, fair enough. Um, what sparked your, like, what was the first few songs that you heard that kind of sparked your interest into producing? Do you remember, or is it just like a collective of genres? Yeah, it's, it's definitely a collective of genres, because when I was DJing, I was also DJing at House, EDM, um, like even UK drill and rap, but okay. altogether, I feel like um, I listen to a lot different types of music, like a lot. So mm. it's not just drill or rap. So yeah. All right. Uh, well, going down that road, then what's kind of what kind of artists did you listen to while you were growing up? Is it like Skepta, JME, or was it like uh, let's say Fifty Cent, Eminem, and them lot? Like, who was it? It was it was Skepta, JME, like Spaceship Times. Yeah. My, my older cousin with um because I moved to Cyprus when I was eleven years old, so I wasn't Oh that's mad. Yeah. <laughs> and then I stayed there for like five and a half years. So it was like every summer when I was um seeing my cousin on holiday, he'll put me on, he'll give me a playlist with a couple tracks and then obviously the whole JME, Skepta, like Nokia, Nokia was it Nokia phone charger? Wait, what was it? Yeah, I forgot uh, the, was it Nokia Rhythm? I don't, I don't actually remember, but I know there's Nokia in the title of the song. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know yeah. which one you're on about. So it was from there. It went on to like, obviously your newer school rap, J Haas, Kojo Funds. That yeah. wasn't not really rap, but yeah, it's like like the UK rap scene basically. Yeah. Um, who would you say did you look up to any producers when you were younger did you like start looking into the people that made the beats or did you just figure that out after you grew up a little bit um, first off I was kind of looking into the producers but it wasn't like your Metro Boomin all of that it was like Tiesto VG yeah 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 yeah, um, yeah. all of them lot. but then obviously later on down the line it was like kind of like Cool. Um, there's Metro Beam in Southside, Lex Luthor. So then, when I obviously started doing the whole 
UK drill and I came back to mm. London to do my produce uh, my music course then it was kind of like M1 on the beat and then your MK the plug yeah and then from there yeah that's where it actually came from uh, fair enough how come you chose drill as your main focus for producing uh, to be honest it kind of it's not really my main focus that mm. a lot of people know me for drill but yeah if 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 like you actually know me, you know I make Afro beats, rap beats, trap beats. Nah, I'm quite all round. I even make okay. house here and there. So, so yeah, you're very but, versatile. Uh, you could say that. Yeah. But yeah, drill drill has kind of been like um, a lot more opportunities come from drill because I feel like it's easier to get into nowadays. So yeah. Uh, fair enough then. Um, who would you say is the best artist you worked with in terms of the vibe you had with them when you worked them in the studio and stuff like that? Like, who was the best in terms of just vibes-wise, not in terms of lyrically and stuff like that? Um, well, I haven't been into a lot of sessions, but I've actually been in a session with v and Jimmy. And Okay. Yeah, and this is before Right or Wrong. Um hmm which came out recently. Yeah. Um, so that was a vibe because they're both chill guys, they're calm. And so, yeah, them two, okay. I'd say. Um, if you were to work with one artist in the future, like in the near future, who would you? Who would it be and why? Why would you choose them as your choice? Ooh. Are we talking worldwide, UK? That's your choice, isn't it? Like, you could go UK, you could go US, you could go Europe. It's your choice. <laughs> I'd say, I'd say, I'd say Drake. Drake on Drake. Really? Yeah. JB. Produced yeah. My boy. But then, um, uh, yeah, that would be a mazel. Yeah, that would actually be sick. I spoke to JB a few weeks ago, actually. And yeah, he was talking about how he was working on demons and uh, that stuff. That, yeah. that, that was actually amazing. I was with so, him in the studio when you got the when you got the confirmation, not the com- no actual way. confirmation, but when the preview came out, I was with him, and yeah, it was that it was must mad. have been mad. Yeah. That must have been mad. Um, how did you start? Well, or what, sorry, let me rephrase that. How did you recognize that you can make a career out of producing? Like, how did you recognize it was going to be the path that you wanted to go down? Well, uh, as soon as that. I started to notice um, that produce other producers were doing it, and that they were they were comfy off of it. And then I was introduced to the more business side, and I was selling leases here and there. Then okay. after that, it kind of became a focus. Okay, that's mad. Um, what's your favorite? I actually haven't asked this question before, so you're gonna be the first for this. What's your favorite thing about producing? Favorite thing about producing, yeah, the, yeah. Way, the way others react and give feedback on my music. Well, to a beat, yeah. When it goes crazy, it goes crazy, in it. Like it's just, <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So you said it was about um, how people give you feedback when you make a beat and you let them listen to it and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. It's like um, making music. You can control how people feel. Mm. Like when you listen to, like, let's say R and B, you might be feeling 
a different way to yeah, yeah. You know, listening to like drum and bass. So it's kind yeah, of really you, yeah. yeah. You can interpret your feelings and different elements into your music to create different emotions. So okay. I feel like that's quite influential on other people when they're listening to it. So it's mm. quite nice. I've heard from a lot of producers that they used it as a, a way to express themselves. Would you say you're in the same route as well? Do you use it to express yourself? In a sense, yeah. Because mm. sometimes I make happy sounding drill and then I might go down the dark route and then yeah. it, changes. it changes to be honest. It varies. Sometimes like that, sometimes it's just whatever I make, I make. Yeah, that's fair enough to be fair. Um, what would you say is the your most the wait let me rephrase that again uh what would you say is your career defining track that you've made like your favorite track that you've ever made and you think it's the best one so far well funny enough i don't have a lot of tunes out but i'd say the v9 and k right or wrong just because mm. i started listening to k from like the beginning of discovering drill and so ko is insane yeah, so working with him has kind of been a pleasure. Yeah. So, yeah. I'd say V9 and Keo is right or wrong. Nah, Keo is different. He's he he's yeah. the he's the artist that got me into drill as well, because at first I didn't like drill. Mm. And then I started listening to KO Unknown T, um, and then V9, and then a couple of other people. I don't know if you... Not a lot of people rate S1, but I think lyrically he's, he's right. Um... And yeah, Ko is just yeah, he's just mad. <laughs> yeah, um, so, yeah, definitely. Like he's mad, and then obviously him being on my view, it just makes it ten times. Ten better. times, yeah, exactly. That must have guessed you, man. That, that must have been yeah, sick. Man. When I when I found out that Ko was on it as well, I was like, oh, okay then. I see where this is going. What are your plans for the near future in terms of people you're going to work with or like tunes you want to release in the near future? Uh, well, people I want to work with, I want to work with rappers like T Wave, Millions, all of mm. these lot. See how, see if I can make it possible. To be honest, okay. um, maybe, maybe some more stuff with V Nine and K separately. Possibly, I don't know. I don't have, and also I've got something coming out, Frosty. Okay. Which is co-produced by Madara and Gotcha. So, oh, that's sick. Yeah. And what else? Yeah, that's pretty much it, to be honest. Okay. Let's see what else comes up. All right. What would you say? Um, good luck with all of that. I, I'm pretty yeah, sure that's all going to happen for you, like, no matter what you do, because your production yeah. level is just, yeah, it's mad. <laughs> thank you, thank you. No problem, man. But uh, what would you say is your vision for the next few years, like in terms of production? Where do you want to take yourself as a producer? Um, I wanna, I wanna eventually take myself out to America because mm-hmm. the drill scene there is becoming, it's becoming a thing. So, um, obviously, you know, with the whole finesse forever, they're flying out to yeah. America, and. I'm working with them as well, so it's kind of it's kind of seeing Ghosty and JB and Hargrove flying out. 
and yeah. see the stuff they've been the opportunities they've been able to have it's kind of like cool i can do that as well and yeah that's try, incredible man try work with the as big as artists as i can create some timeless music that's what i'm trying to do create some time i like that i like that a lot <laughs> yeah man. um because most people just focus on the hot single that's it they don't focus on how it's going to age after time if it's going to actually stay relevant or if it's yeah. just going to pop off once and then drop off yeah exactly so, that, that, so, so that's what i'm trying to say because there's a lot of tunes you'll listen to what, five ten times and then you, that's you'll it get, yeah that's it so if you can make a catchy tune with a good artist good mm. beat good artist put it together and you got a timeless song there it'll go on forever fair enough i rate that highly if if you went to work with drake say you had a different artist like somebody that you'd want to drop uh drop on a drill beat but not as big as drake but still able to produce the level of content that you want who would it be from america from america Lil tj yeah. i sick yeah yeah, I, he's not as big as Drake. I mean, his nah, album, he's big, his album he's... hasn't been doing sales like that. So, yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. Nah, he he's good. He's just new to the game, so he can't be as big as Drake because Drake's been out for years. So, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, I'd say him. I don't know who else. Yeah, probably, probably, probably Lil TJ because I like. I like melody, like melodies and melodic music. So, him so melodic music, rap, melodic, yeah, 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 melodic so rap. Him being able to sing on a drill beat, it just makes it ten times better. Yeah, they're, they're starting that, you know, like down here in the UK um, with R and Drill. I know that Ghosty's produced a few R and Drill beats. So yeah, that's just mad. <laughs> yeah, but to get so. an American singer to sing on a drill beat would actually be mad. Yeah, that's. I think singers have started to also jump on drill beats, like actual female singers singing on a drill beat. Like I've seen no a couple way. of freestyles. I've seen a couple of freestyles. I was like, what? So uh, these ain't just like it, you know? yeah, these ain't just like one, two thousand followers singers. Like these are these people got like fifteen, thirty thousand followers. So, so yeah. kind of they're popping. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna so, look into that. Definitely look into that. Yeah, and it, it actually sounds alright. That's what I'm trying to say. Like on an R&B drill beat with a singer, it works. Yeah. People are switching it up. That's mad. I rate that. So it's yeah. not. It's good though because it's not staying in one genre. So now it's going to be more commercialized, more mainstream. So it won't have such a bad stereotype to it. Shall and then, what? yeah, go on. Drill is as commercial as it gets right now. Drill, the, the people on the streets, the people from from the slums, from the ends, they're all listening to it. So if they like it or not, Drill is hitting the charts as it is. So mm. it's not really to say Drill isn't commercial. It can, I was having this conversation with someone the other day. Digger Dino Diet, that hit the charts. Drake hit yeah, the dude. charts. So... Who's to say it isn't commercial? Any music is commercial. It just it matters on people listening to it. That is very, very true. I'm saying it's not commercial yet because it's not really accepted by the wider public. Um, like it's, it's accepted by... 
the people that understand rap, that understand drill and that understand the culture behind it. But like the wider audience of people don't understand it. And they're like, nah, it's too violent. Nah, it's too this. It's too loud. But that happened, too... that happened when hip hop first came out as well. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's and then Eminem came out and I was like, oh, it's all right. Yeah. So. It's peak, but like it is what it is. Um, but yeah. I know that in the ne- I think in the next coming year, I see drill becoming one of the most popular genres in the UK. And then one of the most popular genres in America, and it's just going to take over the scene. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, it's going to open up for a whole whole lot more opportunities for the youth as well, because they're the ones that are kind of uplifting it at the moment. You don't see exactly thirty-five year old rapper doing drill. Nah, you see youngers. Exactly. So, so it's all timing. To be honest, it's slowly getting recognised, and it's just going to become a thing where. It's gonna become a genre. Drill is gonna become a genre when you go into Apple. Yeah, it'll be one of the genres you can listen to. Yeah, so, yeah. That, uh, it's the, uh, for me, in my opinion, like drill is doing more good than it is bad because it's exactly. getting kids to actually pursue their passion. Yeah. Um, it's getting people off the streets. It people actually enjoy listening to it. They don't listen to it because they're gonna go chef someone up. They're listening to it to like feel the emotion of anger and let like basically release it. Exactly. Um, so Unless, uh, it isn't necessarily that as well. It's when you listen to certain drill songs, it kind of gives you excitement as well. Not necessarily aggressive excitement, but it just pumps you up. Yeah, it pumps you up. Like when you go to the gym and some stuff, you just want to listen to some drill. Exactly. It takes you to a different level. Exactly. No, nah, exactly. uh, yeah. Uh, my last question for you. Uh, this conversation has actually been mad. I actually enjoyed it so much. Um, <laughs> same, same, uh, how, same. how did you come up with your tag? My tag? Um, yeah, it's yeah. actually kind of my initials. Okay. My first name and my, and my middle name. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Fair enough. That that That's smart. It's just, it, yes, the producer is just such a slick and just like clean name. I, I really like yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, I think now, I think that there hasn't been a, a producer with an E at the start of their name. So it's like, you say ES, is that kind of. Oh, yeah, that's true to be fair. I can't name one. That's my fair enough. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you so much, man, for. Thank you to ES for sitting down with me and chatting. Um, that's the end of the episode. I'm going to have every, all his socials linked in the description below. I'm going to have a couple of songs linked as well so you can hear the songs that he's produced. Uh, obviously, I'm going to have the website socials in the link below. And uh, yeah, I'll catch you on the next episode. I'm going to be speaking about Cadet, so tune in for that. Uh, yeah, safe.